Welcome to the Configure Price Code podcast. My name is Frank Sohn and I'm the founder of NoCPQ Consulting. This podcast is 100% focused on Configure Price Quote, also known as CPQ, and will provide you useful insights into this topic. My guest today is Gerald Schlechtel. Uh, Gerald is the CTO and co-founder at NO6. He has over 20 years of experience with ERP systems and founded and managed two companies. His company, NO6, provides real-time integrated solutions for Salesforce and SAP. Gerald is from Austria and lives and works in Cincinnati. Gerald, welcome back to the CPQ podcast. Thank you so much, Frank, for having me. Very, very excited to have you. Very excited to, to hear what you have to tell us about the product news. But before we go there, please tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and about NO6. Sure. Um, so I'm originally from Austria, so grew up mountain biking and skiing. Until then, I went into SAP consulting, did a lot over 10 years consulting worldwide, implementing SAP Uh, logistic systems and that brought me then to the US met my wife here and stayed in Cincinnati and before in Osix we had I had a company that worked a lot in the e-commerce system um, integrating and building big uh, B2B solutions for fortune 500 companies and that's where basically in Osix got born uh, with the idea to improve those man manual integrations that we did 10 years ago where we would synchronize data for commerce, for shopping baskets, for product catalog, for pricing, ATP. And I always got asked, so you guys have an awesome, slick B2B solution. Why don't you offer this for other cloud solutions that are coming like CRM solutions, Salesforce, uh, and for homegrown portals? And that was kind of like how Inosix got started. Excellent. But now I have to go back on one thing you mentioned earlier, right? So it was the mountain biking and skiing. So yeah. where do you do that in the U.S.? You're obviously not doing that in Ohio. Well, there's actually in Cincinnati, around Cincinnati, there's a lot of hills. So there's single trails where I can go mountain bike. But And we are fortunate that we live next to a natural park. Uh, so I switched to a lot of running. And actually this year I ordered Nordic inline skates and the poles for it and I'm starting to do Nordic skating on rollerblades again which reminds me of my Nordic skiing days which is a lot of fun. <laughs> Excellent. Hey and one other thing I have to ask especially because of the skiing where's the skiing better in the Alps or in the Rockies? Well I have to say in the Alps right <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Austria but uh, in the Alps it's a little steeper more icy a little more challenging and but I love as well on the west coast when we were Breckenridge last year Uh, the powder is awesome there and it, it's more relaxed and not as challenging, but a lot of fun there as well. So it has both its, its awesomeness. And <laughs> if you are on the skis, you can't be wrong in my mind. So as long yeah. as you're on the skis, you're good. No, it's always interesting to get an opinion on this, especially since you grew up in the mountains, right, from Austria. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have to ask that. Anyway, yeah, so busy, now... It's a uh, ski though. <laughs> and, and on the West Coast, there is not a lot of upper ski on the mountains. So I'm, yeah. I'm missing that. We need to up that game a little in the U.S. <laughs> That's true. Hey, um, but now since we're living in these times of COVID-19, how has NO6 and you personally been impacted by this? Yeah, Personally, obviously, I have two children, five and eight years old, right? Obviously, everybody with children goes to the same. Uh, they are impacted a lot with schools and managing 
Uh, we are both working, my wife and myself. My wife has their, her own business. And so juggling that with keeping the children really aligned on what's going on and not making them too worried and still giving them a normal life, that's, I think, a challenge for everybody. Um, but we, we are drawn to nature a lot, so we go out a lot and are in the woods a lot. Um, try to still apply that Austrian style of living of outdoors and make sure that the children feel like they have a long vacation, right? And and uh, keep them a little out of all the uncertainness until school starts again. So yeah, everybody probably ch is challenged by that. From a business side on Inosics, we are very fortunate that we are able to uh, we were able to keep all our employees intact and on this, and we are used to remote working. So for our employees, uh, obviously for the family's situation, there's a lot of change, but from a work style, there's not too much change. But yeah, like everybody, IT uh, deals take a little longer, right? Uh, we do a lot of education sessions right now, and there's a lot of opportunity coming. Um, so we are trying to be ready and improve ourselves and be ready for the for the businesses as soon as they are able to work on improvement projects again. Uh, we, we see a lot of big corporations moving already to that, so that's very encouraging. So we hope that the mid-market will do the same and and try tries to contribute as much as they can uh, in these tough times to mm -hmm. the to the economy. Yeah, yeah. And where do you, for, uh, for, for NSX, see the next exciting business opportunity? Well, obviously, with, we're right in the middle with COVID-19. I think a lot of focus on change to commerce, right? Uh, yeah. As everybody understands, people are buying online. And what it showed for a lot of companies, especially in the manufacturing segment, showed it their cracks in their online presence, right? Most of them still have like manual catalogs or send an email for a quote, uh, that's just not good enough anymore, especially around COVID where everything is going to digital. And uh, so those companies, we are working a lot with those companies uh, to up their game, to help them integrate data with SAP, CC and S4HANA in real time for basket, for ATP, for inventory, for product. Uh, for that customer 360 degree view, we'll talk about that for their service centers and stuff so that they can serve their customers, especially in those times, even better, right? Mm -hmm. Customer service, I think, is everything right now. That's how you can really separate yourself in those times from uh, an okay company to a really outstanding company by upping your customer service and customer success team and really showing loyalty to your customers and bringing that to the foreground. And you need to up your technology to do that, right? Yep, absolutely. Fully agree. So now for all the listeners who haven't heard the last one, which I think was roughly two years ago, the last podcast that we had, um, tell us a little bit more what NSX does. I think now you have six different products, right? Yeah, it looks like time is flying. Two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that, that long. We need to do this more often. It's a lot of time. So, um, yeah, so we have, like, depending how you look at it, four to six products. Uh, so it, there is like a surface, a transact, a commerce, which is mostly Salesforce focused. Um, and what we're doing in, in those areas is we're focusing on read-only data between Salesforce and SAP. Imagine like a call center when they receive a call in 
uh, and the phone system pops up their account screen, they need to know today all their transaction history, right? If the company runs SAP, ECC, or S4HANA, most of that data is locked up in the, in the backend ERP system, and the call center doesn't really have answers um, at, the, at the fingertips. Where is my delivery? Is production producing that? How long will it take? Uh, pretty simple answers from a customer point of view. If you need mostly end up in an email, sending to the back office and waiting a day or two and then getting back to the customer, that's not good enough anymore. Hmm. So with, with the Surface tool, we really give that real-time data to the call centers, to the salespeople to give immediate answers. Uh, then we have a transact product that helps with creating quotes and orders with, uh, with SAP from those engagement systems like Salesforce CRM or ServiceNow or, or other portals mm-hmm. uh, without needing to log into SAP and touching the SAP GUI, so to make it really seamless on mobile devices as well. And then obviously commerce, right? Commerce yeah. is, a, is a big topic that we focused and we're just launching actually uh, with Salesforce, they're bringing out the new version, version two in summer. We're launching a pre-integration package for that. Uh, commerce, it's really slick with drag and drop data integration. It's it's data virtualization. It's awesome. Um, and then we learned that next to just focusing on Salesforce, there is a whole other market uh, of in-house grown and developed portals. And a lot of companies need to modernize their approach there as well and modernize as well the integration, right? And they still want to do it on ECC. We all know that SAP expanded their maintenance for ECC. Uh, so they want to get the, the best return out of the investment in ECC and want to modernize the integration so that they can use those modern engagement tools or their, their own written pro, uh, portals as well. Uh, yeah. that's, that's called Inosix Connect. That's an open API platform where we have like over 300 APIs pre-built and ready uh, for complex business process integration with SAP. Excellent. And I want to uh, dig a little bit more on the on the commerce one because uh, in these times right now, that's obviously the uh, very interesting to a lot of people. You see uh, spe- especially strong interest from certain regions, from certain industries. Anything else that you can share with us What what's interesting concerning the e-commerce usage? It is industry-specific. I think especially manufacturing we see a lot, right? It's like manufacturing is waking up and, and kind of like feeling that they are behind. Uh, it shows just way more than in the past. Manufacturing was trying to catch up over the last year on commerce and digital transformation. But because of the complexity of the business, obviously, it's way harder to do than just for a retail business, right? When you sell lists, hundreds of products with a standard price, for manufacturing, you have customer-specific pricing, you have very dynamic ATP, you have multiple plants, you have assembly, you have make to order, you have variant configura- configurable products with SAP variant configuration, right? Those are all really hard topics to solve. And uh, so the manufacturing segment is really trying to catch up and uh, bring that complexity, but simplify it for the end user on the on the commerce portals, right? And obviously CPQ ties into that. I think that configure price quote is really merging with commerce like there won't be a big difference in the future, right? Everybody wants to do custom pricing and everybody wants to do personalize their products. It's like there's a, like you can go online and 
configure your tennis shoe with what foam you want and if you want to have it 3D printed or traditional or what materials, right? So that will be the standard pretty much for everybody in the industry. Uh, we're working with a lot of big uh, companies that are in the cameras and lens environment. So we see they are really highly customized product and very individualized for the applications of their customers, right? So configuration, uh, real-time configuration with commerce is a really big topic right now. Excellent. That confirms what I've heard before as well and what I see myself, right? So excellent. Um, now, you also talk about providing customer a 360 view of customers and products, right? So, and I think that I've heard that from Salesforce also before. Tell us what you mean by that. Well, I mean uh, an end-to-end -end view to the customer. So a lot of times when we, when, when we talk to our prospects and customers, when they talk about 360-degree view, then that means what the CRM system provides. But most of the data when you run SAP ECC or SAP S4HANA is actually sitting in your logistics execution system. Right? Because the biggest questions that a customer has when they call is, I didn't get my product, where is it? I want a status, if it's, a, if it's made to order, when is it ready for shipment? And if it's delayed, when do I, when, how much is it delayed? Because I need to tell my customers and do damage control. Mm -hmm. And most of that data is, is not in CRM implementations. It's about, oh, the order got placed, and there's a price, and then there is the disconnect to everything else. And we really unify the engagement tool like SAP Salesforce Sales or the Salesforce marketing tools with the SAP logistic data and execution data. So there is, a, is from opportunity creation to cash collection, a unified view of the customer service rep or the sales rep or the customer itself when they do self-service on their e-commerce B2B tool, that everybody has the same unified experience and that connected customer experience through all those uh, segments of the business process. Hmm. And you already mentioned SAP and Salesforce quite a bit. Tell us a little bit more about the relationship that you have with these two companies. Yeah, I think we are, we are very fortunate that we are I would say the only company in the world that has SAP certifications on ECC and S4HANA and is Salesforce certified, right? Those two <laughs> companies put a little hats in the market. Um, and we figured out a way to work with both of them very well, as well on a very strategic point of view. Uh, the Salesforce community obviously is very open. We talk a lot with the CPQ team, with the commerce team, with, the, with their sales cloud teams as well with the Mulesoft teams, because we are complementary there, um, and as well with the SAP teams, right? When it comes to, hey, how can we help our ECC customers with their business projects uh, when they do some custom applications to make it easier? So we are in a very unique spot where we can bring our expertise, our core expertise of SAP and our expertise of Salesforce together and offer that to our customers as a, a very powerful service beyond the product we offer, right? The product has this all, that knowledge all embedded. And that's that's why um, that's why we see so tremendous results. I know we, we talk about that a little later. Um, 
but the advice we can give to our customers because we are in that space for for quite some years now and have done huge projects uh, like a Stanley Black and Decker recently and with huge complexities, uh, that's pretty valuable for our customers to, to talk through what's best practices and what's the do's and don'ts and how do you set this up and how do you get launched and how do you bite off small bites and don't have to deal with everything at once, right? Uh, I think everybody struggles there and we can give kind of a clear path for that. How do you do this uh, integration piece without, uh, and, re and really be successful with it. Novo CPQ helps you with all your CPQ questions. For example, we help customers to find the best CPQ solutions 100% independent and focus on our customers. So we're not getting paid by any CPQ vendor to recommend them. So we are focused on you and look for the best solution that you need. We also help CPQ vendors to improve their offerings and system integrators to stay up to date with the latest developments in the CPQ world. Contact me at frank.zone at novocpq.com today to learn how we can help you with your CPQ questions. And think about it, always 100% independent and focused on you. And are you also interested in the Microsoft and NetSuite market potentially, or is the SAP and Salesforce market big enough so you don't look at this? Yeah, it is. But uh, as I said earlier, like our new product that we launched last September in OSIX Connect is an open API platform. So our APIs are now available through REST services for any clouds. So if it's ServiceNow or Dynamics or NetSuite or uh, homegrown systems, uh, it, it can be enabled for anything. Uh, we have more pre-built front-end components for Salesforce because the market is so big and there is so much demand for that and it just makes sense because everybody's looking at Salesforce as, a, as an engagement tool. Um, but we're starting to build out other components for other clouds as well. So that's really interesting for us as obviously that market, that market is almost endless, right? Now, then let me ask you about the projects that you run, right? So you do yep. most of the projects still yourself or you work with uh, some kind of uh, system uh, integration partners? So we are involved as quality control in most of the projects and we are we're taking customer success really serious and make sure that uh, the architecture and the best practices are followed. Uh, but we have, have great partners. One of our recent successful partnership is definitely, and you know the, those guys, Code Zero, they got acquired by ATG and now they are part of the Cognizant team with uh, Gene Nix and his team. So those guys, uh, we work very close together and obviously we have other partners as well in the, in the Salesforce ecosystem that do implementations for us. So we are not, we are not, we know a lot about Salesforce and how to do enterprise system integration with SAP, but we are not the guys for the CPQ cloud and all the bells and whistles of that and how do you activate that, right? So we work complementary with those partners and then provide the expertise on the integration uh, together with those partners. Got it. And the last time we talked, I mentioned it earlier, was roughly two years ago now. Um, I was wondering, SAP in the meantime had acquired uh, Calidus Cloud. Uh, how has that changed your relationship to SAP? Very, very interesting. <laughs> that is a very interesting one. So we are complementary to it, right? Obviously, we don't get in the middle of who wins if 
Salesforce wins or Calidus wins, that's not that's not up to us, right? The customer needs to decide which of the solutions are the best for them. Uh, uh, so their their features and 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 their bells and whistles decide that. Uh, for Calidus Cloud, what we see happening is that our Connect product is used to complement certain uh, real-time integrations and complex business processes that might not be very easy to achieve with SAP standard integration, uh, we have, where, we can, where we can be used complementary, especially for ECC customers, right? Hmm. There is no, there's no real standard integration with ECC. Uh, everything goes for S4HANA, so if a customer is still on the ECC stack for a couple of years and really wants to use SAP Calidus, then uh, we can be a fit with our Connect product to complement uh, real-time business process integration. Excellent. Now, I want to go back to something you mentioned a little bit earlier concerning e-commerce. What, from your point of view, should customers consider when they are looking at e-commerce capabilities? Self-service. Like, I, 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 hear it, I hear it every day, and it's, for me, mind-boggling that companies don't have that yet. But when I see the, the basic forms that people offer for self-service in today's world, that needs to be changed. And it's not hard to do. Like self-service, like a customer 360 degree view, we do like we enable that in, in a couple of weeks go live, right? The the ROI is insane and the customer will really appreciate you offering transparency into the business process and them being able to check themselves where the orders are, what's happening. Uh, reordering Sim simple things go go a long way. It does not need to be the whole business process yet. Obviously, as you can grow over the years, but the self-service aspects and trans transparency to the orders and order management—that's key. That's table stakes today. If you don't have that in your commerce tool, you should take a really good look at it because chances are that your competition is currently imp implementing that. Mm. Uh, the next one is again is related to SAP and Salesforce. Sorry about that, but I wanted to know, to know what you see from customers demand-wise right now during the pandemic. If if there's anything that you can share that you think is interesting, yeah, sure. It's, I think it's it's way more specific around data and insights to the customers to really give better and more specific answers to customers and really elevate their customer success. I, I see that I see that a lot with prospects and customers that everybody is is really trying to provide better quality, better quality answers quicker and understands that sending an email three days later in the, in those times is just not good enough anymore, right? Like people are so worried about so many things those days and busy with school and the kids and all these things. So uh, the, the focus on giving real-time answers as quickly as possible, I think that increased a lot from our prospects and customers. And since the last time we talked, you had the funding round, right? So, and I was wondering, especially right now in these times of COVID-19, do you have any specific plans on how you uh, plan to spend the available funds? Yeah, obviously, we're always investing in products. Right. Products, as you as you've seen, like we extended our product offering significantly and deepened it significantly, and added another uh, uh, open the Open Connect portal, 
which is a, a huge deal um, for making APIs more accessible generically. And that's where we will put our money on in there in the future as well to really make sure that we are there to provide for the biggest and most important clouds for engagement system so that they have pre-built integration with SAP, ECC, and S4HANA out of the gate. And, and how long is a typical NO6 integration project these days? And what do customers need to know before the integration project starts? <laughs> That's a good question, Frank. So obviously, obviously, everybody will say that obviously always depends on what you're going to implement. But the, the good thing that we can offer is that we really offer agile integration. Uh, we have, like a Stanley Black & Decker, there's webinars as well out there on our website and that we did with SAP Insider and ASAC uh, together with them. So I can mention that public. We went in three two-week sprints for order creation and quote creation with variant configuration to UAT testing, right? And then obviously in an organization that big, depends on the organization to launch it then with a, with a pilot project and, and get it live. But that agility uh, is really a game changer for most of those big organizations, especially this organization tried for 12 months to implement something similar and had to, had to stop the project because of budget reasons. So, so that's, that's, that's a huge, huge game changer. So when you think about integration within OSIX, you think in weeks and not months or even years, right? And what's really important as well is when you, when you look at your journey for digital transformation, especially with Salesforce, you always start off with a sales cloud. So you start off with opportunity and customers and some real-time pricing ATP. We can check that real quick and the customers 360. That might take a week or two to implement. Then you go to order creation. That might take three weeks to implement. Then you go to uh, maybe CPQ. That might take a couple of weeks. And then you go to commerce, right? So you see there's always a couple of weeks when if you would think about building all that yourself or with a middleware, you're talking about at least 12 months plus implementation timeframe for all those clouds. And we have them already pre-built and done. So there is no need for you to build them, right? And they're all, all tested. Excellent. And in these projects, are you dealing mostly with business or with IT folks? Obviously, like business is a big key stakeholder because they want to tweak and fine-tune the UI and how the business process works on the Salesforce side. That's a huge advantage of Salesforce, right? You can, like with drag and drop, and you can do those mock-ups of screens and flows very quickly. That way the business can be really actively engaged on defining the flow, how it works and how can I optimize an approval of a price so that it doesn't take six to eight hours, but it takes five minutes, right? That's, that's really important in today's world. And then obviously we train up the internal IT team uh, so that they can be self-sufficient on, on the integration pieces and the enhancements they want to do and maintenance going forward. And one thing I want to ask right now, since there are no industry events happening, everything is postponed until next year, basically, right? Um, what, what are you doing? You're doing many more webinars. What's interesting for our listeners to, to know and maybe uh, attend coming, coming up? Yeah, we have, we have around, I would say, one or two webinars a month. I'm on most of them. Uh, from business use cases, uh, industry best, best use cases of other companies or technical events. 
And then we the, we had a SAP Insider webinar, an ASOC webinar, and an upcoming Google Cloud webinar on the 29th of uh, July, where we will talk about agile development um, with real-time integration to SAP and Google Cloud Platform. Excellent. Uh, now we're almost at the end of this episode. Hence my question, what's a good way for interested listeners to touch base with you in case they have any questions or want to learn more about your product? Yeah, obviously you can always ping me over, over LinkedIn. Uh, there's a contact form on the website or my email is uh, gerald.schlechter at innos6.com. Don't be shy sending me an email as well. Excellent. We will have all that information in the show notes. Gerald, as always, interesting talking to you. Thanks for providing us an update and t making time for the CPQ podcast today. Thank you so much, Frank. Enjoyed it as always and love to talk to you. I'd like to thank everyone for listening and hope you learned something interesting today. If you like the podcast, please go ahead and rate it on iTunes or share it with your friends and colleagues. In the meantime, you can find us online at www.novocpq.com. So long, everyone.